0: 161st Street, the
1: All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. We're officially into July. We will have baseball. Very soon, players have been reporting as of yesterday, well, two days ago by the time you're listening to this. It's an exciting time. we got baseball. Baseball's back. I saw Glaber wearing his mask at the stadium. Glaber I saw Gio G-
2: walk on the streets of the Bronx.
1: Of I- course, they're, they're always together. It's usually just either Glaber, Gio, they're with Lindor sometimes. Hopefully that's how it's going to be in the future. Maybe a little Doris trade deadline. Life. Lindor's giving like behind the scenes in the alley
2: haircuts to all the Yankees. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's always giving <laughs> haircuts. and Geo's giving him a haircut, whatever. Trade deadline, gonna... trade deadline on what is it, August thirty first? Yeah, yeah. Did we get a little indoor action. I don't know. They're boys. That would be a little bit of a squad, but regardless, putting... huh? I'm just
2: hypothetically. Where do you even put him? I think he's going to play shortstop. Yeah, and then Glaber to Glaber second, If we first. were to
1: get Lindor, I'd put yeah, I'd put him at shortstop. Gio so, would probably Boyd's stay. Rocks. Gio would probably stay at third. Then I'd put Glaber at second, DJ at first. Yeah, so Vo- Void can just DH or kick rocks.
2: Yeah, probably kick rocks. Nothing off. against nothing against Void, but nothing against Void. Nothing against Void, but it's he's not Francisco Lindor.
1: No, he's definitely not Francisco Lindor. And to make things better that group of guys, they're all friends. They'll all be on the same infield. That together. They would be turning triple plays with one man on. I think that's worth however much prospects or money we end up giving to get him, but who knows? We're probably not going to get, him. it's going to be a weird, I am actually interested to see how the October 30, no, the August 31st trade deadline actually pans out. Cause that could either be crazy. I wonder if it's going to actually be the same as a regular deadline. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's gonna be any regularities this season. I mean,
2: I don't know. I it's gonna be tough. Yeah, I feel like there's not a lot of weird to think about. There's not a lot of sample size. You're gonna cut someone who was bad for a month, or chip them off. They're bad for a month. Well, no,
1: it's just the same situation as it would have been in a regular season, except you just had like you haven't been seeing much. So like your plans going into the season, everybody kind of knows whether they were going to try and deal somebody or try to acquire somebody at a deadline. And again, it, 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 like, yeah, but I'm rental, saying the rentals don't really happen as much because one, not everybody is on the same, like not everybody has agreed together that this world cool. series fully counts as much as any other one. So in turn, that kind of makes it you makes you less likely to wanna go after a rental and win now because why give up prospects in your future if you're gonna get a month or two of this guy to win a championship that's not even really, you know, uh, I like get a, that. a real one to everybody else. Although I think it should count, but obviously not everybody thinks that. So yeah, I get
2: that. I was saying like trade pieces sometimes are players who were underperforming throughout the season, and they already had a contract that was going to be up for negotiation anyway, and they ship them off
1: because they were kind of like... We're not- overperforming, and their value is exactly. sky high, and, you, exactly. and you're not going to win. But so, that's the th- I think the main thing is the winning thing. Are you winning now or are you not? And in this season, I really, now that I think about it, don't see anybody really making a move i feel like the trade deadline a lot of people thought it would be crazy because it's a shortened season like wild times oh we got a short we had trade deadline we just started we already had a trade deadline sort of thing it's just like i really don't see it because team why waste your trade pieces or or you'll be able to get somebody for dirt cheap because you're not getting much of them the rental you usually would get which is not much you're getting even less of that unless you're getting somebody under contract maybe the caveat is that it's for the year following also
2: yeah honestly it could be really interesting
1: like when you first brought that up i was
2: like this is probably not going to be a cool trade deadline at all this year but it actually might be kind of crazy a little bit of a chess match we're going to see
1: i don't know i I still think it's not going to be anything but it depends completely how like what players are on the market i don't know how many years lindor has of control but if you go after lindor and he has two years of control then we're talking like then you get him for this year, but you also get him for next year, and we're yeah. in a pretty good striking distance to make a run. It's just like, of multiple how do you
2: know? How do you know what your team needs in, in a month in? Like, obviously, there are some standouts. Like, well, oh, you know, go up the in, leaks. Though. Yeah, I you know. But I'm saying, like, for instance, when Gio Shell's first year came, and yeah. we were all like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And then he almost wins the batting title. We don't know that going into the season, and then he comes out and beats a fucking stud. We have we know that going into the season. Anyone can pan out. So it's hard to tell within a month if people are going to really be significant pieces to a World Series team. And that's tough.
1: And that's, that's yeah, going to come back also, and bite people in the ass. I think there's a shorter leash in terms of how much people are really going to be able to play because they haven't played... They, nobody's game ready. And a short spring training where they play like two or three games against other teams. I don't think it's gonna get people really ready that much, especially pitchers to build up to like a hundred pitches per start. Yeah. I don't really know how cold no season point. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think anybody's getting up to that to start at least. And then by the time I mean maybe by the time the playoffs kick around, then people are buckling down, they're jocking it up and they're like being able to, you know, throw 100 pitches per start and that's awesome because that's all you need but i don't know i feel like this season has more of a chance for players to get hurt and i think we saw that i don't pay attention to soccer but somebody told me i think it was dan that the season for specific soccer teams have been it's been like like a lot of injuries because they're coming back into it, it they're jumping right into it there's been a lot of injuries because people aren't game ready and they're just and soccer is a sport where you can't really have that many substitutions i think they went from three per game you could do five but still Mm -hmm. i don't know you're going right into something i don't know i I, it's just it's a weird situation everybody knows that there's so many different variables that yeah you know never really gonna know until you see it so let's get into who is actually going to be on the field. Cause a big story so far, the biggest story I think is the idea of opting out. And mm-hmm. you see players like Ian Desmond just opted out. He had the whole, um, well thought out, well written thing he posted. Yeah. And Matt Kemp took his place by the way. Matt Kemp took his place. Yeah. They signed him. That's exciting. Yeah. So Matt Kemp's back. Maybe we'll see that again. Uh, then you see the Nationals, Zimmerman, a few other names. You oh, know, I, like you can't hate on someone for doing that. Yeah, no. I I was about to say I don't I don't disagree with their choice to opt out. Like everybody has a choice to opt out of a season, especially one where you don't really know. Like, yeah, whatever this season is, whatever it is, we're still going for a championship. I, I'm excited for the Yankees to hopefully win, but you know, with all that's going on in the world, people have, you know, kids on the way, young kids, wives, everything. They want to keep their families safe first and foremost, and obviously you can't knock them for, like, opting out. However, you look at some of the players that, for example, right here at home, Garrett Cole gets paid, breaded up. He's Mm -hmm. getting paid, and... You look at that and you think about it, like does he actually- he has a choice, but does he really have a choice to opt out and I say that because if you're getting paid like that, year one in new york, fans were, were crazy we're very crazy yeah i He has a baby on the way, he's one of the premier players in baseball, so that's another thing too. a lot of these of the franchise
2: to be a lot of
1: these players that have been opting out no disrespect to Ian Desmond or Ryan Zimmerman, but they're not big names, which doesn't mean anything. Like they have just as ability, like just as much of an ability to opt out or not. But in terms of the product being put on the field, you know, it's an easy, it's an, it's a hard choice to make the decision to opt out, but it's an easier choice than Garrett Cole, Mike Trout and Lindor, all those guys, if they were to opt out, Aaron judge, if they were to opt out, because, that changes the course of this this season and how everybody takes it in terms of the seriousness of it. And if well, that's... people are opting out, then you know it's losing its value by the by the day. And if Trout opts out, then there's a trickle down. Everybody else is going to opt out because, like, okay, so the number one player of our generation is no longer playing. Now, that's just another fuel to the fire to people that say that this season doesn't count because. You don't have Barry Bonds playing with you right now. Like, yeah. you, you won a season that Barry Bonds didn't play. Granted, he hasn't been making the playoffs in a long time. But uh, Mike Trout, that is not Barry Bonds. But it's just it adds another thing to that, another caveat to like this weird season. And like I was saying with Cole and Trout, they are two people who honestly are, are the ones that, you, that are thinking about opting out because they have babies on the way. Mm-hmm. Completely fair, and they should be able to opt out if they wanted to because it's their family, it's their health, it's everything like that. However, it's the first year in a big contract, so you got to put yourself in his shoes. It Number one, a, you're, it's, you're, it's a bad first. Yeah, it's a bad first impression for sure. If he opts out of a year as soon as he collects the check, gets breaded up, says, "All right, I'm gonna go pack my bags. I'm gonna stay in Greenwich for the year like mm-hmm. that." I don't think. I mean, I think there are some rational Yankee fans. Like, I'll understand because of the the health reasons and all that. And this world's crazier than it's more important than baseball. However, a lot of people won't. A lot of people won't understand that, and will be like, "You just robbed us. You just got paid and you left, and that's it." And yeah, it, it's just a bad look. It's a bad look any way you write it up. But I don't know. He has a choice, but I really don't think he does.
2: Yeah, it's one of those... I think he's a special circumstance for sure. Like, I don't know... I think the, the people you named are good examples of people who... Have, if I saw them out that, I'd be like... One, that's who people come to see play. If we're talking about the, those current stadium will be and we're trying to get more people to watch and people are opting out, that's the worst look. And then we have faces of the franchise not playing... Which affects the competition of the game. It's there's a bunch of bunch of different variables, but it's just it's one of those things where, again, you can't you can't you know gaslight people who are who are doing that because um, they have their own choices and so it's a real thing. I, I saw something that, like the the Phillies GM Matt Klentak. I don't I didn't know off the top of my head I have a I was today today years old when I knew what his name was. Um, he was saying a lot of GMs. When they're at the spring training complexes, were even more like concerned about more people opting out because they, because like, people who were getting um, infected and people who were like getting tested and increasing rates, like they were taking such strict protocols and people were still getting it. So now these GMs are kind of even more scared that more people are going to opt out because of this. Just like fuck, we're doing all we can, but it's still.
1: It's still spreading yeah. type of thing. Um,
2: but yeah. got to be optimistic.
1: And, you know, the thing with controlling Corona with this baseball season, I think they're in a little bit better of a spot because they are that compared to the rest of the world is because they're controlling a, sp- a specific set of players. They're not controlling the world. And, like, they're isolated for however long this season is for the most part, like to your family, it's mm-hmm. just it, the, the reach of this expands to the players that they play against in their division, like the NL versus first and that's it. Whoever they play and their families, it's really not much contact outside that they're really not. They're going to be very careful about it and they're going to get tested every single time they enter the stadium. And if you have a fever or any symptoms, you get sent home and you sent on the COVID IL, you get tested or whatever. So Which we have test- no idea is even going to happen. We'll have no idea if that's even true. Yeah, it's funny because they, they asked Cashman, or Hoke said, and, they, and Cashman responded, and he's like, you see, I don't think we have, I don't think we can disclose if somebody is placed on the COVID IL. He'll just yeah. disappear from the lineup altogether. <laughs> I it's have just been- the most wild thing. Just imagine waking up one morning. To- okay, great, Aaron Judge is bad in two. Oh, where is Aaron Judge? Why is Gary betting well, we'll, too? It's we'll, just know, like, we'll know that they're on the IL, but we'll have no idea why. Which, in turn, will tell us that they have COVID. No.
2: So, so let me read the exact tweet from Hoke. He said, according to Cashman, teams will not be able to disclose if players are placed on a COVID-19 IL. It would be left to the media and the fans to guess why the player is not available.
1: So they yeah, can have half strain, they could have no because they'll tell won't they tell us if they have a regular injury? It says if they have COVID, we can't say anything, but if they have anything else, obviously they're gonna disclose it as normal. No So if that's the Hoke case says, then Hoke's saying it would be left to the media and the fans to guess to guess why the player is not available. Yeah, Damon, but you're not you're not seeing what he's saying. He's saying, okay, if they have COVID, they're not gonna say it. So it'd be up to you to guess that he has COVID. But every other injury, like normal, they're gonna announce. Okay, Aaron Judge has a calf strain. Aaron Judge broke his leg. Then we're gonna be like, okay, if he doesn't have a specified injury, then that means they couldn't announce it, which means he has COVID. Because every other injury, why they're not not announcing like an oblique strain? I not know. That if Judge you know has a anymore. Fact? Yeah, that, I mean, is that a fact? They're just they're there's no it's assumed well, because what's there's the no. Point? E- but what's the There's point no of saying? Rule.
2: What's the point of saying this statement if it would be left to meeting the fans? Guess it's specifically why not talking
1: it's specifically talking about COVID. This is about COVID. If you're, that, all, that, if you're assuming, you, don't, you can't assume that they're also translating that to all of the other injuries. That's just everything should be business as as usual. But then that, that statement's was, about COVID. I don't know if that's true. That statement's about COVID. Every, that's how it should be, and if anybody if they just don't announce any injuries, then that's just ridiculous.
2: All right. Well it's about, it's about COVID. Well, let's let's put a ten dollar bet on that and when the season starts, we'll go back All to right, and see who's right.
1: <laughs> Murph just texted, did you hear the Giants might re sign Barry Bonds for the game season to be <laughs> DH so his Hall of Fame eligibility can reset? Is that actually true?
2: Yeah, I saw a real article about that, that. They were trying to sign him for like a day or something. just so he That'd be so cool.
1: <laughs> just give him one at-bat. If he hits a home run, that'd be the most wild thing. Just would him be a fucking sick. Goal. I mean, this is the season to do it. Why not? This is definitely the season to do it. I'm up for some – like, you know what? If this season doesn't count or whatever, I think it should. But if it doesn't count, I'm up for some wild shit. Like yeah. throw Barry Bonds in there against Roger Clemens, bring him back, and just see what happens.
2: Let's have, like, an old-timers day.
1: CC just throws with his le- left left hand or right hand. hand. Yeah. CC <laughs> throws with his right hand, maybe he hits. We just turn it into a fucking beer league, softball league. We just watch that. I'm down for anything, which Yo, I, I would, Which is... If this... Like, every all the fans saying that they don't want a season, like, if it's going to be a, a weird season, then nothing at all. I'd prefer, like, fuck you. Shut the fuck watch. up. This is... Literally anything I would watch. If you watch Korean baseball, you'll watch this. I didn't watch Korean baseball because it was fucking stupid. But listen, I would watch
2: literally any level of baseball that's competitive at any point in time, no matter
1: where it's being played. I, d- I don't give a fuck. I'm happy that it's the MLB. But, with right? the MLB, though, because I, I don't fucking care about the Korean League. I care about the storylines. I don't shit care. care I'm rather- paying attention to. Yeah. If you're saying no baseball over baseball, then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Murph said, never mind. It's a fraud website. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I think... False alarm. Barry Bond's
2: not coming back. But he's still going to the hall, hopefully.
1: Um, hopefully. What was the other so thing? In terms uh, of players being tested, that did, they also said in the article that I read on ESPN that they were going to be tested every day, and... I think if they get COVID, they have to test negative twice in order to be taken off it. It's going to be about t- 10 to 45 days on the COVID IL. And mm-hmm. yeah, they'll just disappear if they if they have it. <laughs> so, And then on top of that, we mentioned the taxi squad before, but they're also going to have a taxi squad for umpires as well with minor league ums, mm-hmm. which obviously they're just as likely to get COVID as players because they're next to everybody. And until we get robo umps then <laughs> they yeah. are still dick to butt with players that <laughs> buying yeah. home plate. So, I mean, they have the minor league umpires ready to go. And honestly, not a, bad, not a bad idea because maybe we just say that Angel Hernandez got COVID and we bring up a new umpire from the minors. Robot. I'm good with that. I don't know. Angel Hernandez could get the boot if some random – anybody's better than him. So I don't, don't care if, it's if he guy. had
2: like a, just a, Oh, he's unavailable today. We have no idea why.
1: Yeah. If Angel Hernandez was just scratched from the lineup, <laughs> I think, I think the baseball is a better place. Yeah. Um, um, that's just me.
2: I think we're going to go into like the, the shortened season. Um, but I just saw something that like the Dodgers are heavily going at the legitimacy of the season right now. What do you mean? Like Max Muncy, Walker Bueller are the two people who are like out in front saying that this season is as, as legitimate as any other season, and whoever wins should be counted as a real World Series title. And I thought that was funny because they're the Dodgers, and they're like the whole premise of the article was based on the back of the Astros cheating.
1: That's ridiculous. <laughs>
2: so I, think it was, I thought that was funny. I like the, the <laughs> yeah. one team who's like they need to make a statement before the season starts that this is gonna that if they win this it counts because we've tried three other times and it hasn't
1: worked out so this one <laughs> I mean they're team, right though counts were, were I mean that's that's sort of like what I was trying to do with like everybody every fan comes in puts their hands in the middle and say all right this one counts go yeah. so that if anybody wins we have we all mentioned like hey. Matt, I, I know the Red Sox won this year. I said if they win, that's it. They win. Yeah. But no one's going to do that. But I think that's what the Dodgers are trying to do. I just think and it's funny
2: how they're like, they're out in front saying, like, guys, it, it counts. Please, please, please,
1: if we win this, it counts. We've tried. Because so they know. I mean, that's, I'm surprised the Yankees haven't done that, too. Because, I mean, first of all, nobody would listen to them because everybody hates the Yankees and 27 and a half, all that bullshit. But, I mean... Yeah, they're saying, and I quote... If we win, nobody's going to count it. Let's yeah, be but honest. Saying, I'm going to count quote, it. But to me, in
2: a lot of ways, in earning the right to be a world champion, the more adversity you go through, the bigger the accomplishment. That, everyone's going through the same adversity. You can't... Like, adversity... Well, he's saying the more you go through. You go through... I know, but you're going through... Games. Everyone's going through the same. I think it'd be more if it was like, for instance... He's comparing a Yankees year to year, won ...last season with all his injuries. That's adversity.
1: And then we come back and win. But everyone's going through the same thing. Is he saying? See, so you could take this two ways. Is he saying the more adversity you go through, like I mean, you're going through a fucking pandemic, like that's adversity. So in turn, yeah, but there's more adversity, but there's less games because he could probably he's probably talking about the amount of games yeah. and the adversity that comes along with the amount of games. But I mean, then again, if you think about it, in life there's more adversity right now because you're dealing with so many external factors that. Now this one maybe is more impressive to win because you won during a damn pandemic. I don't know. Could be. Could be. I mean, this is to me. It counts. World Series back on. Hundred percent. I'm. I. It's more impressive to win during a pandemic because you have so many other things your mind is racing to. You are not focused on baseball let alone a fucking slur from Dylan Batanz's hand. That dude's coming in with the right hook, and then you would, you're worried about your family getting COVID. What? You know what's going to happen? Talk about external pressures and other shit. You're worried about adversity. That's the most adversity you ever, you ever could get.
2: You know what's, you know what's going to happen? There's going to be one moment throughout this season that is going to be like a holy shit moment where like the season changes. Someone hits a walk-off. There's this crazy shit that happens. And then everyone's gonna take a step back and be like, "Okay, this fucking thing counts," and that's not know, that. know about together.
1: That. I'm gonna. That's my. I mean, I'm, that teamwork. that could just happen. I feel like it's a lot of just like hearsay. Everybody's saying nonsense until we actually get the product on the field. That's and then thing. once once opening day happens, I feel like in, instead of the walk off, yeah, maybe the walk off, but I'm just I'm, I'm just once once the up, players like, hit the field and in July 23rd, 24th starts. I think that's that. I think that's when everybody starts to be like, "Okay, this counts." Like because yeah. like everyone, it's like that meme when everybody like you're playing a video game and then you lean forward and when, it, when the game really matters, <laughs> just like oh, yeah, you, you, you walk cool. in, you do the lean, the forward lean, yeah. and it's just like, okay, now I'm interested because yeah. all of it is just like hypothetical until it actually happens. Now it actually happens. Okay, now I'm interested. Now you got me. Yeah. Whoever wins this. I'm interested. Like, I want somebody to win. I want my team to win. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just like... For playing, what are we playing for? Yeah,
2: I think that when the season starts, people are going to more so be on the same page of, okay, this shit counts because we're going to actually be playing baseball. They're going to see, like, the difference and the intensity and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I I think it counts. But more on the rules and how this this season's going to be played is... I'm not sure if the games are televised, but there's only like, it said there's only going to be three exhibition games at the end of summer camp. So more likely than not, we're probably just going to be seeing spring training through like Twitter and videos of people hitting against each other. Like we saw before with Garrett Cole throwing and everybody got a boner. It's just, we'll we'll try and find
2: some uh, illegal
1: streams for everybody. Yeah. But I mean, regardless, it's only be like three games like against other teams and it's going to be against regional opponents. Like obviously we're not going to play the Astros or anybody like that across the country. If we're literally only playing 60 games and 40 of them are in division, 20 of them are against interleague. It's just, it makes sense. I mean, the majority of the spring training is going to be just getting your reps in with the team and our own pitchers throwing against their own hitters, like Garrett Cole throwing, uh-huh. Live BPs and just stuff like that. Maybe in interleague, inter-squad games. Um, that's probably what more we're going to see, and that's fine. I don't really care. I just want to see – I've already seen some spring training. I want to see the real shit. I'm yeah. honestly – I'm good for them just not doing spring training, just starting Jump it. 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 Just fuck it. Just play 10, 15 extra games. I'm good with it. 75-game season, way more legitimate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if people drop, whatever. Seasons a sham anyway. I don't know. I'm I'm so flipping back and forth. (laughs) But the second the TV the puts on the Yankees and I hear the yes intro, I'm just gonna be like, oh fuck, you got me. But that's that's how that's gonna work. Plays reporting. But one thing that does bother me more than anything. What bothers you is the field of dreams bullshit. I get it. Listen, it makes 110 percent sense. But this isn't a rational podcast we don't talk about sense (laughs) how are you gonna promise something so cool you do all this other shit like the little league games and the players weekend and that's cool this is the one thing that is so cool and you give us the headline in that like the london series oh cool like whatever i'd rather give all those up and have this field of dreams game especially the first one, if they do it again and again, and they probably will because it'll be really cool. The first one is the first one. That's so cool. And I obviously, I know what you're going to say. I understand that's because the White Sox were actually in it. It was about them with Shoeless Joe and all that bullshit. And they don't play the Yankees this year. So why would they throw the Yankees in that? And we can't get... We can't give the White Sox the boot because they were actually in it. So Uh they play the Cardinals in the regular season. So they're going to just play against them. And it's all about regional and geographic reasons, which makes so much sense. But Mm -hmm. fuck you, Rob Manfred. I don't even care if it wasn't your decision, but fuck you for promising that we get a field of dreams, and then you just crush my field of dreams. I have no dreams. I don't care about anything anymore. It just bothers me so much. I was was so excited for it. Yeah.
2: Um, It's not. I mean, like, again, we get it. But it was going to be one of those things where the MLB actually did something cool for once, and the Yankees were included to be a part of this big thing that probably a lot of, Non regular baseball fans would have watched because feel
1: anyone who saw the movie would be like, "Yo, this is sick!" Like uh, it's
2: known <laughs> Like, no in. like feel it,
1: you know, check it the shit out.
2: Like it would have been like a really cool thing for everyone to be a part of, and the Yankees would have been the center of that because obviously we're the best team ever, and we're the center of baseball. um So it would have been awesome. But the I saw it on PBS. Yeah, I'm excited to see like the production of it and if they fuck that up too then
1: well no here's the thing. i think the production is going to be the same no i mean there's the the whole point of it was yeah there were gonna be like three thousand fans every ticket was gonna cost 17 million dollars there's like we were never gonna go anyway and when you do go there i mean you're in iowa so what the fuck do you do after that and that's why it's perfect too and then why i was tweeting before it was funny because i tweeted out the day before like can we please still get the field of dreams game and then, oh, how I should not have said that because, yes, we're still getting the Field of Dreams game, but we're not going to be in it. And that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to do it. And when you put the Yankees in any game, it is instantly more marketable than a random Cardinals versus White Sox game. Like that, I mean, I, the two teams, they're fine. Like they're both probably like wild card teams at best. But. You throw the Yankees in the mix. like That's why you do the London series with Yankees-Red Sox because it's baseball. It's the best baseball has to offer. In sports is going to come to a different country. That's why I did it. Exactly. Granted, it's not a different country, but it is Iowa. It might as well be. Nobody's fucking there. It's like, it's like the moon. It's like nobody's – I don't know. Is there life there? Are there people there? Perfect place for social distancing baseball because you're in the middle of a goddamn cornfield. So that's why I was saying before, we should still have this. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, they thought the same way. And at the end of the day, too, since there are no fans, you got to find ways to make it more interesting. So I wouldn't be shocked if they did more, like more ideas like this to make it more cinematic almost, because that's what thats the most exciting part, like a Bad News Bears game. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
2: like, every year they've been trying to do something different. They were going to do another London series this year, too. Um,
1: obviously not that. Yeah, obviously year. not that. So they're doing more things like that, which is great to see. Um, I just think throw all your ideas in the pot this year. Like, anything you thought of, like, that is nowhere close to rolling out, just do it. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm still excited to watch it. No, I'm still going to... A beer league game, beer bash. Everyone gets fucking drunk. They do the, the the bat at, yeah. at home home play. They do the spin around and they try and see how far they can hit dizzy it. Bat. dizzy bat. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pissed about that. That's just the dumbest thing to me. It's so it's not dumb. It makes so much sense, but it's so dumb to me.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Another back, thing. Let's go back to the what?
2: season. Let's go back to the season. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't talk about. Good old man Fred yet.
1: Oh, fuck him. We're still talking about him.
2: Well, I think we should be I don't want to talk about him anymore, but he had an interview um the other day about how he said that either way we're never playing more than 60 games, which is just so frustrating because we've been going back and forth with the game adjustments, and now we're saying that it would have been impossible anyway. So it's just fucking frustrating. I'm um, yeah, going to, to play the clip. I thought you were going to play it. you clip.
0: Some people um, have talked about longer seasons, 60 too short. The reality is, the reality is, we weren't
1: going to play more than 60 games, no matter how um, the negotiation with the players went or any other factor, 60 games...
0: Is the outside of the envelope given the realities of the virus? And
1: you know, I think this is the one thing that um, we come back to every single day. Um, we're trying to manage something that has proved proven to be unpredictable and unmanageable. Um, I know it hasn't looked particularly pretty in spots, um, but but having said that. Um, If we can pull off this 60-game season, I think it was the best we were going to do for our fans um, given the course of the virus. But even if this guy sucks, I know he hasn't looked particularly pretty. You think? You fucking dragged the game through the mud for three months just because you guys always knew. He literally indirectly again, they admitted to negotiating in bad faith by saying, hey, could you guys, like, we'll, we'll do a season, but you guys have to lift your grievances because we know we'll lose for negotiating in bad faith. That's saying, hey, we know we're going to lose. We negotiate in bad faith, whatever. This is also saying it. He's like, I know it hasn't looked particularly pretty. Like, we always were going to do 60 games no matter what. You just said you negotiate in bad faith because that's what you did. That's what everybody, that's what the grievance is about. The grievance was about... You knowing the entire time that you were gonna do sixty games, and then you're doing what they call like the ice cream, the ice cream negotiations. Okay, here's the ice cream bar, here's the ice cream cone, here's an ice cream bowl. It's the same fucking ice cream, but it's in three different forms.
2: <laughs> I've never heard that before, but
1: like now you I'm, have. What I'm like when he was talking, about, talking
2: on the interview. He was trying to pin it on
1: the
2: <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus, which is legitimate, but this is not a new thing. This has been going on since fucking March. He knows more than anybody what the league is thinking. If you have any sort of doubt, or like he's saying, there's no way you're playing 60 games, why not say in the beginning of negotiations, hey, listen. Because of the fucking pandemic, we can't play more than 60 games. That's the rule. Then there wouldn't be any no- negotiation
1: back and forth. It would have been... And open the books. Open the fucking books. Like, open the books. Tell me how much money you make, how much money you're projecting. Then maybe we can talk about numbers. How can you yeah. talk about numbers if you don't open the damn books? It was... Fuck! The, uh, the, Padres,
2: <laughs> the Padres fucking GM, he was like, oh, publicly, he was like, oh, we're going to lose... Um, like, over $100 million, but I'm still excited. Fuck off.
1: Like, like you was probably the one who didn't want to have a season in your life and not die from a pandemic. I don't like baseball. I hate puppies. I hate kids. That's <laughs> what they just said. That's what the cutouts say. So and like they want to charge you $100 for a fucking cardboard cutout. $126. Well, the, I think that was – who was what that? Tax? Who was that? Athletics. The athletics want to do 127. I think the, the Giants oh, want to you'll do. You'll make 100. more money on fucking. The Giants want to do 100 bucks. Either way, plus tax, that's 130. Cardboard cutouts cost 20 cents, maybe less. You could find cardboard on the street and go to a fucking printer and just throw it on. That's it. That's how much cardboard make- cutout costs. And they want to charge that to not only people, Nobody, somebody has to pay this, but they want to charge season ticket holders this so let me get this straight and obviously, they were like and they were like oh you guys get first dibs like we're doing you a favor too we're like, doing you a favor by giving you a piece of cardboard that nobody's gonna see anyway first of all second of all they said oh you get the ball too if it lands to you you're gonna tell me if you catch a rods or obviously it happened already but if you catch like aaron judge's 600th home run and you got a cardboard cutout let's say fans never come back we and we get Cardboard cutouts three years from now, four years from now, five years from now, Aaron judge, hits a fucking milestone home run. You're going to tell me that if that ball hits my fucking cardboard cutout, I'm getting that ball. Hell no. As a matter of fact, If I caught that ball in real life, I'm still not getting that ball. But at least I get to meet Aaron Judge. He gives me like a car or something in place of the ball (laughs) like they always do. Give me like Like $20,000. They buy buy it off me. They buy it off me. However, if it happens now and that hits my cutout square between the eyes, you're going to tell me that I'm getting the same. Like they're just going to pan the camera the other way and say, oh, it never hit your cutout. It never hit any cutout. It actually landed on the concourse where no cutouts are. That's what happened. And – what makes you think you're getting anything? They say you're going to get a ball. They're going to ship you a ball they bought at Dick Sporting Goods. They're not giving you a game ball. Fuck them. They're trying to penny pitch anything they get. And, the, and on top of that, the most irritating part about this is they're charging season ticket holders. So you're going to tell me...
2: Your most loyal fan base. You're your most gonna,
1: loyal okay. fan base for spe- specifically the Athletics and the Giants. You haven't seen your team win shit aside from the Giants a couple of years ago, but you've been dealing with... Just fucking nothing. You hate everything, especially the athletics. They stink. But you're going to tell me that you're going to charge your loyal fans who have been through it all with you after the game has just been fucking dragged through the mud. Nobody, baseball, nobody really likes it right now. And then on top of that, you're going to tell me that these penny-pinching owners are going to charge you fucking $130 plus tax for a cardboard cutout of your body. Meanwhile, you don't even want to go to a game anyway because the baseball has been ruining itself. So I don't even want my cardboard cutout to be at the fucking stadium. Let alone me. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't think I would rant about cardboard cutouts, but I did.
2: Yeah, yeah, a little topic.
1: <laughs> no, that was completely on topic.
2: Yeah. Anyway, I the, the whole thing's ridiculous. Like I'm, um, I'm so I'm so frustrated thinking about it. <sighs> I'm, I'm done talking about it. Fuck Manfred.
1: It's all Manfred's fault. I don't even care if it wasn't his identity. Even if it's not, it's he's indirectly
2: responsible for it. Or directly responsible for it. Either directly way.
1: Directly responsible. He's responsible. He's the
2: responsible. culprit. He's the culprit. Whew. Jeez.
1: That guy had so, fast. So Judge started swinging in the cage. That was cool. Yeah. So he's healthy? <laughs> yeah. Question mark? I'm Ron Burgundy? Um, Ron Burgundy, go (laughs) fuck yourself San Diego (laughs) Uh, He started swinging the cage I don't know, it's one of those things that I mean I won't believe it till I see it Like Aaron Judge, yeah you're healthy I know our boyfriend of the pod Dan Rourke is all He's all about it and he's saying yeah Judge is back Is he? I don't know, it just seems like Again, yeah, we'll, I'll believe it when I see it. But, um, yeah, I mean... These things take so long. The,
2: the lineups are uh, hopefully normal, which is fucking cool. We're going to have, like, a, a real lineup from... Like, a healthy lineup with all our players for the first yeah. time. Didn't ever.
1: you have the, yeah. the graphic that compared back and forth between what the lineup was going to be if the season started according to plan yeah. March 26 compared to now? So I imagine it's going to be wild.
2: Yeah. So Brian Hoke, shout out Brian Hoke, March 6th. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod was giving out his projected lineup for um, the 2020 season before these injuries happened. Um, he was saying that, let me pull it up. Um, yeah. So I think that, you know, around, around the infield, it was pretty straightforward. You know, we have Gary behind the dish. We got um he puts Luke Void at first. Um LeMahieu second, Gladabird at short, or at third, and Duhar being the backup right now at third. Outfield he had Clint, Brett, and Talkman left to right, um, which is gonna be the biggest change, obviously. Um the utility guys as uh, Estrada and Tyler Wade. Um and then I think they get the the pitching rotation is pretty much straightforward, though. Cole, Tanaka, Hatt, Montgomery, LaWisega. LaWisega was also a big missing piece there. Um, and then the 2020 projected season as of what's today? Yesterday, the 2020 protect, projected lineup is LaMahue, Judge, Hicks, Stanton, DHing, Torres, Sanchez. Hoyt, or Charlotte Brett, and left.
1: I mean, listen, if you can tell me that you're going to swap out Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton for Wade and, and Clint Hicks. Frazier, um, and Hicks for Wade, Clint Frazier, and Talkman, I'm all for it. It's a brand new team. On top of that, Paxton's back. Obviously, Severino's the only one still down, and obviously, we're optimistic. We're always optimistic <laughs> that Judge is going to be ready, but is he ever going to be ready. I don't know. It the craziest thing to me about this whole injury thing is that if the season started on March 26th, he would still be out. That's 100 games.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: If he's like literally to the T, if he's optimistic to come in by game 60 remaining, that's 102 games that he would have definitely missed because I mean, obviously situations change. If there's the pressures of a season going on, you're more likely to come back, which is great for Judge that he had this time to just be like, all right, listen, I'm not going to rush back for anything. Maybe I'll get healthy for the first time in my career for like 100%. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if that's asking too much. But hopefully, since there's no rush to come back, you know, come back. Come back when you're actually healthy. And I think maybe that's why it's been so long and we haven't seen anything of him hitting in a cage until now, which – I don't know.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, seeing him, seeing him hit was cool. It was good to see him healthy. Um, but it's just, we've been, we've been, I feel like I've been lied to for so long that I'm just like,
1: i believe I, it when I see it. I don't, I don't know to talk about Aaron Judge hate. getting hurt anymore. Yeah. He's Hopefully even to one of, he plays. The first
2: guy is just like, we don't know what's wrong with him. He's, just, he's, he's not going to be playing today.
1: He's not going to start opening day. I know it. Someone's, I'm just scarred. I'm discarded. He's not going to start opening day. He'll probably start like two weeks later, which is evidently missing like a quarter of the season. So, so yeah, I don't know. So, one other question I wanted to get into before we did the top five was, uh, we talked about it briefly before, but I don't really think we have. Puig is still available. And honestly... I love fucking Puig. I don't love Puig. But he's good. He's the best free agent available. He's literally... G- I mean, in a season that we have right now, here's the reason why I keep bringing it up: a season where everybody isn't really ramped up, everybody isn't really ready to go 100. percent. We have by design they're they're literally telling us with the ability to have a 60 man pool like play roster, you have these guys you can mix and match whatever, and then we're going to dwindle it down as everybody gets game ready. That's the whole reason why they're dwindling it down to 26 men towards the end. Like, that whole – they're literally telling us, like, hey, we're not going to be ready to, to roll at 100 pitches per a clip mm-hmm. per per start. So, with that being said, that carries weight with the position players as well. Position players will need rest, especially guys like Stanton and Judge outfielders, i.e. Yes, SEO league plays outfield. Like, those guys are going to need more rest. They're going to need – To play DH sometimes. They need to do like mix and match. And it to me, in a 60 game season, if we're talking about a pool of players, why not make that pool of players really fucking good? Like why not spend probably nothing because it's 60 games and it's this he's a free agent. Sign him for not even a one-year contract, sign him for a fucking three-month contract. (laughs) <laughs> like they were going to sign Barry Bonds to um, and just yeah. get him into the pool of players. And if you never have to play him, you never have to play him. Who gives a fuck with the Yankees? We print money. We literally oh. print money. Why don't we just fucking get Yasiel Puig for literally nothing, more nothing for us and just get Puig on the team. And if he ends up doing that fucking bat lick thing and curses at a player or something, cut him, whatever, fuck it, get rid of him. But get him for depth. I think depth more is more important. Depth for the Yankees is important because we get injured like it's nobody's business. Depth this year for the Yankees is even more so. And if we can keep that under wraps and we can keep players from getting hurt by having good depth, then we're not having to force Judge to play opening day maybe. Maybe he's not ready. Maybe he's ready two weeks from now. This is a quarter of the season, i.e. we can have Puig plug and play in his spot, and that's fine. I mean, I'm good with that. I don't know. I'll that's keep, the reason I'll why I want to do it. I'll
2: keep it short. I think that I'd rather be overly prepared than call with our oh, never. Yeah, never with your pants.
1: Yeah. And we've called down. our
2: pants down for a long time. And I
1: got called. I got called with my pants down. I got locked out of the apartment. Never get called your pants down. Always carry your wallet, keys and phone. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> Life lessons from, from Lucrella. <laughs> yep. And drink, drink coconut water. It's good. Uh, top five. So we, we're going to start doing top fives. And this one we're going to do top five. What was it? Top five sounds So in, lieu, in, in yes, lieu of a home season. In lieu of the home season where we're not going to be at
2: the actual game. We want to go through top five sounds. It could be literally any sound ever when you are at home watching a game. Either on the TV or elsewhere. What's number one?
1: We're gonna do. We're gonna go one each. Yeah, let's go one each. I like like like, that reveal. It's a good reveal. I thought we were just gonna go five and then five, but my number one. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. My number one. There was a few that could be number one, but you gotta go something that hypes me up the most, and I think I have to go with the Yes Network intro. The Yes Network
2: intro. That's no doubter. That's my number one too.
1: That's your number one.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. All
1: right. Well, maybe next time we'll coordinate and try not to get overlap. But for me. At home, we don't really have much of a choice. Like, there's there's few things that are really good and really great to hear. And to me, yes, network control, when I hear that shit and you uh, see like the graphics of like the city rolling around and judge, you know. and judge hitting a fucking line drive and it breaks through out of Times Square, and <laughs> it's just like, it's perfect. That's the best thing to me. And there's nothing better. And when that happens, I might cry. When any of these sounds happen, I might cry. <laughs> I'm a cryer, whatever. <laughs> um, Number two.
2: Um. So I have. It's it's not. It's kind of a sound, but it's more of like an action that happens and then followed by a sound. So yeah. it's it's when the game's going on and the camera randomly pans to Susan and John Sterling on the radio and just awkwardly looks at them
1: and then. Is that a sound? Them.
2: No, then, like Michael K and like Paul uh Odio, I'll just like talk about it. like, oh, there's Susan and and John over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're just like the reason I fucking love
2: that. It's so funny.
1: Like they've so overstayed their welcome in terms of like being on air all the time, which is kind of why they're like the radio people and not like TV, but they're perfect. Like they're perfect. It's they're just like perfect. you can't tell them to, to stop because they love it and like it's just like we reserve this booth for Susan and John and like, hey, you guys do your thing. It's so okay? perfect. And
2: I just love how like Michael K and Paul and you all just awkwardly talk about it. They're just like, and that's Susan over there. You know, that's baseball Susan. And like, <laughs> like, how
1: do you put that to words though? What's like, what is the sound that you're talking about right now?
2: I told you it's a sound plus like feeling of what I'm, of what I'm like watching. I think I was, I was doing these as in terms of not only sounds, but also just like sounds that correlate with things that I'm watching.
1: Okay, well, my number two is amplified, honestly, with the no fans at home. Amplified? It's, hard, it's, it's amplified since there's going to be no fans at the field. So oh, like crack be, of the bats and like... Well, crack of the bat. That, yeah. that, that, that's what I picked. Okay. Hard to leave crack of the bat off my list at any point, but especially at home, if all I'm going to be hearing is the game, no fans, nothing, that sound of the crack of the bat is going to be... It's going to be perfect. It's going to be everything I want. It's just per- – I mean, any crack of the bat is a perfect sound. Crack of the bat, lawn mower, mowing the lawn, everything, just I don't know, <laughs> the sound of sunscreen it's just coming out of the bottle, whatever. Crack of the bat is is the best. Yeah. I mean, number two, second best, number two.
2: So that was my – that was my number three.
1: Crack of the bat? Yeah. My number three is anybody but Joe Buck's voice because Joe, <laughs> we're going to be hearing mainly just announcers. And if anybody comes on there, John Sterling, I was going to say John Sterling's voice, Michael Kay's voice, anybody but Joe Buck is my number three. Okay. I don't want to hear him ever again.
2: My number four is cracking open a not $15 beer.
1: Wow. Didn't think about that. You got to put yourself in the shoes. Yeah. Of what we're going to be doing the box, the box. I'm over here. You're outside it. See like, what, what we're going to be doing when we watch a game. I'm just so concerned with myself. I don't know what, like these, my hands, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do with them because yeah. we haven't watched baseball in eight months, eight, eight months. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I, I don't know how to watch a baseball game anymore. I love the crackle,
2: but on a nice cold Montauk. Montauk please sponsor us
1: <laughs> at Montauk Brewing Company. <laughs> um.
2: All right. What's the number four?
1: Oh, you mean this? The show? Oh, you mean that? Oh, That's, shit. that sign back there. Oh, you mean my number four has to be Montauk Brewing Company. my number four <laughs> has to be Michael K. Saying "See ya." Yeah. You can't leave that off. Did you leave it off? What? Did you leave it off?
2: No. That was that was my next one.
1: That's your five or four? That's my five.
2: Yeah, my five.
1: Yeah, it's, it's got to be Michael. What was your four? Oh, cracking little a a beer. Oh, not yeah. fifteen dollars beer. Yeah,
2: not fifteen dollars beer.
1: Yeah, definitely have to put Michael K saying Sia. I mean, that's just first time he says that. It... I'm just gonna cry. I'm gonna cry yeah. when I do any of these well, things. I had a I had a combination
2: of like the Sia, but then I also had like just like the Michael K awkward conversations with everyone else in the booth when like nothing's going on.
1: Yeah. That, heard and heard I also heard. had on my list, the um, John Sterling, the Yankees win that I think that, I think you pair that in with like the iconic just sayings like the "See yeah. uh, Yankees win that that's number four for me. Just all those sayings when I hear them for the first time, that's yeah. a, definitely a good stadium sound. See with this situation, yeah, at home you leave a lot of things off because we don't actually hear them like when you when we go to a ton of games we're 10 minutes from the stadium a lot of things you what you hear that you don't really hear now like mm-hmm. the fucking or all this chapman when he comes out and you hear that and the fire goes everywhere that's a good one what was it? did you say number five yet or did it go in yeah, four?
2: it was the, the michael k stuff
1: so my number five is one of those that I think you'll still be able to hear. And honestly, now that I think about it, all of these sounds that you hear at the stadium, you might still hear because you don't hear the, set, the fans drowning out the sound. Awesome. So, for example, my number five, the PC Richard and Son's whistle. Definitely, still, you definitely can still hear that, right? Uh, yeah, that I'll yeah. I'll count it. I'll count it. Two points. Why would they not? Why would they not play it? I don't know. I'm curious to see like if they still do the jumbo The guy, is the guy who runs the PC Richardson's whistle going to be there? I
2: don't know. Are they still going to? Or the, is he
1: working remote?
2: Are they still? These gonna are the, the questions the hat, I have. The three card Monty Hat thing are they still going to do that? Are they going to do the subway not. race? You gotta or believe they, they do. don't do that. That'd be cool if they, like, they put the subway on race the screen. On the screen, That'd that be would cool. be cool. cool. Yeah. Like they gotta find some way to make this a little more interesting. Like do Make every, me feel like I'm at the game. Yeah, do everything they would put
1: on the Jumbotron on my TV. No commercials. Yeah. Even though they need more commercials now more than ever. Yeah. No commercials. Just do the Jumbotron, find mm-hmm. the, the ball under the hat, subway race. I'm always the number four train myself. <laughs> That's who always wins it. L C Express. Yeah, it's the Yankee Clipper. No, it's not, but it's not. it's a train, not a subway. Alright, that's enough out of us. Baseball is coming back. We're gonna start doing episodes twice a week once the baseball starts. We're doing Fridays until the season actually starts. Because we still don't really have we have baseball to talk about, but not as much baseball that we'd like to be talking about. Once the season gets underway, 60 season sprint, sixty game sprint this season. We're going to start doing episodes Tuesdays and Fridays. You may hear a lot of us if you want to. If you don't, you can just turn us off. But don't do that. Listen to Bye. us. Always, as always, enjoy having you here. Enjoying a nice Friday. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Hope you guys have work off as we have the 4th of July weekend. Enjoy the weekend. Stay safe. Enjoy your weekend. Stay beautiful. Nice cold Montauk brew. There's no go. free ads, but free ads, but... Sponsor us. Yeah. bye All
0: the voices in my head, I think about my favorite sound. I think about my favorite sound. Oh, I think about my favorite sound. Do you take the time to Recognize yourself. Do you spin like a carousel? I want you to know that it's okay to ask for help. We all need help. We all need help. Shouldn't apologize for just existing. Shouldn't apologize for just being. i down.